When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Cup Five Podcast. We're back again for another chat about Liverpool opening the uh, Premier League campaign with an unfortunate, or you should, could you say fortunate, 2-2 draw with Fulham uh, at Craven Cottage. I'm Mick Moran. I'm joined by Jay Pearson once again. Jay, how are we doing? Um, really good, mate, because I'm talking to you and Christian, so I'm happy. It's like a therapy session all over again. Yeah, once a week we come on here, we chat shit for a bit, and we feel a little, we feel five percent better about Liverpool. Usually, it's for a, a better reason than a two-two draw in the opening game of the season, but it is what it is. Um, and I'm also joined, yeah, like you said there, Jay, by Christian Anderson. Christian, how are you doing? Yeah, good, thank you. Uh, it's good to talk to you. Like Jay said, it's a little bit of therapy, to be honest. <laughs> it is, and I think it's much needed. Isn't it, Jay? Because obviously, two-two draw. Um, I mean, let's just go, just dive straight into it. Like team that was picked, I th- it was one of them. Like I expected it. I expected Firmino to start. I obviously expected Matip to start because Kanate got injured. I expected the midfield because we played so well against City with the pretty much the same team. Yeah. Was you maybe looking at it going? We could throw someone else in here and it would make it a little bit more attacking like a Harvey earlier or was you kind of just like yeah that's the team that's gonna get us the three points yeah the same as you mate that was the team I expected that was the team that I wanted you know I wasn't yeah, I wasn't asked whether it was Firmino or Nunes because I thought either player would do a good job and and we, we have enough quality to beat Fulham uh, obviously we were wrong um, there's a lot of things that we need to go through anyway with it but I, I was perfectly confident with that lineup. I had no issues with it whatsoever. Yeah, and Christian, same question to you. Really, do you think we could have went a bit bolder earlier? I know, obviously, we can. It's all perfectly well saying that now because we know what happens and we know changes that were made that made the 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 um, changes in the system and the changes in personnel that made us get back in the game. But I think we all expected that eleven, didn't we? That we expected that one. Yeah, after the Man City game, uh, I thought that, you know, I was looking at um, wishing Nunez to play. I, I know I said so when we talked uh, ahead of the game, uh, but I was quite confident that Klopp would start with Firmino because it's, you know, a go-to man in those kind of games and Nunez is new. So um, uh, the team was was like what I expected to, to be starting. So no problems for me. Yeah, and I think these type of stats, I just want to hit you with the stature. You know, I'm all, all about the stat shit. Um, before we get into the game, uh, six players aged 30 or older started for Liverpool against Fulham. 
which is the first time that has happened in a Premier League game for the Reds since February 1994. Wow. Think about that one. I I feel quite better about myself being 36 years of age, mate, knowing that, you know, a lot of people in their 30s are playing professional football. I don't feel so old. Um, Mate, yeah, it's a massive eye-opener, that, to be fair, um, in terms of what's going to happen over the next five to ten years. So, yeah, good start, that, mate. That's one of your best ones that you've had. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know it's but then it's one of them that Christian it, it only cut that is only relevant because of the result isn't it like that wouldn't it would that would hold no weight at all if we would have blitz Fulham or we would have maybe the the um the penalty weren't given and we end up getting another goal we end up sc- scraping across the line and winning 2-1 it, it'd be it would go down as one of those games where you're like well that's what champions do it's one of them isn't it Jay? like Christian exactly. like you've got a I don't know. You're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like in terms of obviously playing that that team, we expect it to do the job. But then obviously, then people start to pick holes in what it was and what why we set up like that. And it's, I think it's just one of those things, isn't it? Exactly. I think if we would have come away with three points and uh, we didn't play well, we would have said that's like you said, like champions do. We do. We don't play well, but we get three points. Uh, we could have done, you know, Henderson hit the crossbar. It's just you know margins. Uh, but uh, in the end of the day, when you're talking about you know the age of the players as well, it, it's a new era nowadays. You know, they train in a different way. They keep in shape for so much longer. You can look at you know Cristiano Ronaldo and Salah coming up to age as well, even if he's uh, like four or five years younger than Cristiano Ronaldo, but he's, you know, his his fitness is unbelievable, and he would probably stay, you know, in that shape for another three, four years, and could probably keep on playing until he's in his thirty, you know, thirty five, thirty six. So, you know, when play come when players come to age nowadays, it's not the same if they haven't been having loads of injuries, obviously, when they were younger or during their career. So I'm not that concerned when you look at some players because you think nowadays they can play so much longer than they did like 10, 15 years back. Uh, but yeah, like you said as well, I think uh, if we would have come away with three points, it would have been like, yeah, get in because we, you know, played shit and we didn't deserve it, but we got it. But now people look at, you know, excuses to just, you know, say that we, uh, you know, there might be some say, you know, about Henderson not playing well, but uh, for example, but I think the whole team was, you know, really sloppy from the start. We were not on it and Fulham were on it straight away. Uh, I just felt we... We didn't get in, you know, in, up to speed like we usually do, like we did against Man City. We didn't pass the ball well. Everything just felt like it was in slow motion. So nothing really clicked from the start and that punished us, you know, in the end. Yeah, and that's exactly what we were just saying, Jay, wasn't it, before we started uh, recording? Like, you could tell, I think like first 10, 15 minutes, you can kind of get a gauge of how our game's going and we just didn't get going did we obviously full up credit to Fulham they just pressed mm-hmm. us really really high and it's one of them we didn't really have an out ball albeit like some play, like Diaz was obviously a threat and whatever th- throughout the game but we just didn't click and they were pressing and winning we were having throw-ins deep in our half and we just couldn't we just we were just boxed in albeit I think we had quite a lot of possession that first half I think we had 73 I think at, at half time but that first half it, it didn't feel like that because what we were doing with the ball was basically not that much albeit we could have scored one or two but in terms of what you expect from a Liverpool team in the first game of the season it wasn't good enough from the beginning was it? No it reminds me of Leeds a couple of years ago do you remember Covid year 
uh, our first game as champions, that felt the same, where we were playing a newly promoted team, bit of life in them because they've been promoted into a fresh league. I mean, I know it's not Fulham's first time in the Premier League, but you've got the whole fans are right up for it. It's at their ground and their players who want to make a statement and stuff like that. And Leeds almost did that at Anfield. Um, so it reminded me a lot of that. But again, you look at the quality that Liverpool have got, Fulham should have caused them zero problems whatsoever. Um, so God knows what's going on in mean, So the team get no sympathy from me whatsoever, apart from, no, I can't even do it. No, you should be beating Fulham, without a doubt. And it's these types of games where we look back on last year and go, yeah, we drew that game and we shouldn't have drawn it. Or, you know, this is definitely two points. Sorry, this is definitely a point game then rather than two lost. 100% it's that way because we were shit at the end of the day. And like you said, mate, full credit to Fulham. Fantastic performance from them. But I don't want this to bite us in the ass already. You know, City won uh, on Sunday and they're already points ahead of us. And it's it's not what you want after game one. A lot can go ahead, don't get me wrong, a lot of things will change over the next 37 games, but yeah, it's it's so disappointing to start the season that way, because we're a lot better than that, and a lot of players yesterday, sorry, on, on Saturday, need, really need to um, give the Reds a little bit of a wobble, because it was shocking. Yeah, I think it's one of them, like 37 games to go, but as a platform, as a as a springboard, the first game of the season should be right, this is what we, we mean business, you know City are going to start Haaland and, and, and score and, and do well and that's what that's what happened like prediction came true but it was only when obviously we got Nunes and players onto the pitch that we kind of did show a bit of threat in the final third but I just want to well, obviously we'll go through the goals obviously Christian we'll sorry Mick with one this. sec so before we go to Christian on the goals on the flip side of it looking at it in more positive light I'd rather that game at Craven Cottage happen in, in week one rather than fucking week 37 do you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Or week 36, you know, where it's like, for God's sake, we have more than enough time to put that right. That is like, shake it off. Fucking, there'll be a, a bollocking after the game, which we won't have seen. There'll be a bollocking in training all week. That will not probably not happen again for a long time. So there's that, there's positives. Get out of your system now. They've worked it out that you do need to start Nunes now and be a pain in the ass every single week now. That's He needs those games. So yeah, so it, there, there's positives to it, mate. But sorry, go on, carry on with the goals. No, no, I was, I was kind of going into that, like in terms of you can look at it like it's a bad start, but you can also look at it like that will be literally Klopp will say the rest of the season, don't ever let it get as bad as Fulham. Like it's one yeah. of them, like use that as a marker, as the, yeah, as like a blueprint to don't be that shit again, and you'll be mm. alright basically. Uh, but yeah, first half an hour um, went great, um, and then obviously Mitrovic. Gets the goal and 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 they get the lead. Christian obviously break um, good ball by Tete into the box. Wins it over Trent's head, which is there's a few question marks about not just Trent, but the question marks about Allison and I suppose the midfield as well in terms of not maybe stopping that bit of play earlier in terms of the overlap and then obviously Robbo can't then make it back to stop the cross. Trent getting beat in the air, which is it to be expected against Mitrovic because he's a he's a beast. But then Allison maybe not saving it, and it's kind of a, a bit of a comedy of um, errors, I suppose, in comparison to what Liverpool are usually like, I suppose, because obviously we expect so such high things, and the fact that we made quite a few errors in a row there, it's not like Liverpool, is it? And that's kind of what hurts the most a little bit, I suppose. 
Yeah, it uh, was kind of the signs of the day, if you like, because, you know, uh, we didn't play well from the start. It just felt like they had a few crosses into the box that felt dangerous. Uh, and we knew they obviously played Mitrovic at, you know, up front and he's, he's a big lad. So when that cross came in first, I thought, well, it's too, you know, it's overhit. It will go, it will go out or whatever. But then he pops um Pops up there, and uh, you know, some people blame Trent for bad defending. Uh, you know, he could do a little bit better, but it's hard to get that kind of you know, have a big guy jumping up in the back of you, and then you know, expect him to actually be able to stand his ground. Um, it's it's tough to defend that kind of thing, and then Allison, like you say, you know, we should be probably there, maybe saving it, but it's one of them days where it won't work, and we. Could like you said, Klopp can use that again to you say you don't do them kind of mistakes again in the same way. You have to be on the, you know on our toes and don't defend like that. But we have to play better, and that's more of a whole team thing, I guess as well. Uh, but it's a, it's just a, it just felt like it was one of them days where nothing really goes our way, and we couldn't just expect it to you know to happen in that way. We had to work hard for it. But like you mentioned, Eunice came on and there was a game changer in that way. Yeah, and I think from that moment, obviously, JD went 1-0 up. We had Diaz's goal disallowed with a good little bit of play for me. You know, doesn't easily, either needs to shoot or play the ball quicker, and he does kind yeah. of none of those things. Um, good, goal by, good goal by Diaz, to be fair. Hell of, hell of a finish. Uh, and then there's the one where he hits the post as well. Um, which is obviously if that goes in, then you, you, you're laughing because you're back in the game. But it was obviously 1 0 at half time. And I think it was one of those things that you've we thought going into half time 1 0 down, you're thinking Liverpool are going to come out with a like rocket up their ass. And I think that's kind of what everyone expected, but it just it just didn't happen, did it? And like, like Christian said, like it it was just the, the I don't know, it was just lingering on into the second half. And I think that was the most frustrating thing. And I think Klopp would have been even more fucking yeah. fuming. Yeah, definitely, mate. He'd be just as fuming as much as what we are, if not more so, after what he probably said to them at half time and stuff. And again, you just don't know what's going on with what the mindset was. You know, it's opening game of the season and the how well they played against City you just you don't understand that it's I just I couldn't grasp it but again you, like you said mate from the first first five to ten minutes you just knew the second half was just going to go exactly the same as the first and we, it was written in it like yeah we'll be lucky to to get a draw here um, because you look at when City go behind and the way they play football and they come straight back out it's they don't go behind too often but when they do you always feel like they are going to get a result at the end of it, you can always feel that they're going to. Whereas most of the time, we don't have that, and um, it's quite frustrating. Um, but yeah, the longer the game went on, mate, the more I was thinking, Jesus Christ, we got a freaking goal here. I was feeling when the first half was over, and I obviously know that Klopp will go in and you know tell them off uh, for being you know lazy, sloppy, or whatever. Then I thought you know Fulham won't be able to maintain this intensity, and we will come out and you know just go into the game, score a goal, and then we will win it because that's how I felt in the, you know, in half time that Klopp won't, you know, take this. He would just tell them to go out and just do their thing and that Fulham won't be able to do it. But uh, I thought, like you said there, that when we came out, we were still as sloppy as it's like in the first half. Fulham was on us again straight from the start. So it felt like one of them games there when we couldn't change anything really and nothing did change until obviously Nunez came on. 
Yeah, I think that's the most disappointing thing because you expected Liverpool to come out and go, right, we can't play this badly in the first game of the season and just kind of expect it and get on with it and get, and get beat by Fulham, especially, I mean, Fulham played well, but it was a mixture of Fulham being really good and Liverpool just being very, very shit on the day. It's, it's not that something that we expect uh, from a Liverpool side. But like, like I said before, the, I had a look at the first half stat. I think we had one shot on target, one shot off target. I'm sorry, Fulham had one shot on target and one shot off and obviously got one goal. We had no shots on target um, and two off target, but we had like 70 possession, 70% possession, which I, I don't think that feels like we did. I mean, we did, obviously, but it, do you know what I mean? Like It, does, it doesn't mm. feel like because we didn't do anything Liverpool-like with the ball. I think that's kind of what the most frustrating thing is. And then, obviously... Um, Halftime comes and goes. Thiago then gets injured, I think, on the 50, just after halftime, pretty much first five minutes. We don't know how bad that injury is at this moment, but I think it's going to be between, I mean, it could be between four weeks and 10 weeks, I suppose, depending on the grade of the injury. So either way, well, if you think weeks, about yeah. it, the, the way he's been, like he, he was injured towards the end of the season and he was having injections, wasn't he, to make sure he was fit. You know, he was touch and go for the Champions League final. We were lucky that that looked uh, like to have him in, in the game at all uh, in the Champions League final. And we, we've known about his injury record before we signed him and obviously we experienced it in his first couple of years anyway with the club. We, we, he is our best midfielder by far and he's a joy to watch when he's on that pitch and we play a lot better when Thiago is playing because I think a lot of the games that we drop points in last year he wasn't playing in them if, if I'm right or wrong someone will probably correct me on that um, but it just shows how important he is but unfortunately you can't build a team around him because of the injuries and because of his age unfortunately that's just what we've got to look at it's like having I don't know a luxury or something like that you know you've, you've got your bread and butter but then you want to move up you want to upgrade to something else like we it's like when your mum used to say to you as a kid, right, you can have them rocket lollies, but you can't have the cornettos. The cornettos are a luxury. You can only have them at certain points. Have a rocket lolly instead. Do you know what I mean? So when you said mum can have a lolly ice in the go, you have a rocket lolly. Oh, I'm on a cornetto. They're a luxury, right? Thiago's a luxury at the end of the day. And we're very, very lucky to have him. I just think with this injury now, we really, really need to go back into the market 100%. But that might be a, a later conversation. Yeah, I think it's one of them, like Klopp said, if we get any outgoings or injuries, we'll, he'll go back into the market. And I think we probably should have before then. Obviously, before, obviously he's banking on people staying fit and we know with Thiago how good he is, he doesn't stay fit. So it's one of them, like you're dicing with danger in a way. And then obviously if you've got Harvey earlier, Curtis Jones would have been in the, equation but he's now injured as well now Cater weren't in the squad because he was ill so you've got a lot of obviously Oxide chamberlain I haven't even touched on him uh, ill. Because he's I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he was ill me. honestly in Abbey I don't think he was ill I think there's something else going on oh really I'll be honest I really think there's something else going on I think there's a bit of unrest alright really yeah, I mean, he, he said he was ill didn't he but he didn't say it's not COVID he just said he was ill but it was kind of mm. Yeah, I yeah, mean, I, I think there's unrest. Anyway, that's that's fingers crossed to be back. But you're right, mate. It, it, it's the list goes on, doesn't it? Where you just think, for fuck's sake, there's, there's another one gone. And we all want another midfielder, of course. Really, we do need a quality one that's going to start games. 
Um, where he starts, it's a different conversation. And I don't really want to get sucked into Henderson drama on this podcast. I really, really don't. Um, if you want to bring it up, bring it up and we'll, we'll see what we say. Um, but we do need to go back into that market, mate, before that transfer window closes. We need, we need someone else, regardless, in my opinion. Yeah. Hendo, one of them, didn't play well, but the team didn't. And it's like, it's one of them, and it like, Hendo plays badly. It's his fault if someone else plays badly. Like Van Dyke was shit. Like let's 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 have it. Let's have it out it there. Was. Most we had like five, maybe four or five like players that you can rely on having bad games, and that you don't win footy matches. It's, it's literally as cliche as that. Um, exactly. but I think he's... Sorry, sorry, Rick, but like you said, that the whole midfield was not good and when you have a midfield that you know doesn't stand up to the opposition uh, you usually lose games because that's where the areas where matches are won if you have a midfield that you know directs the game like Thiago does you've got Henderson with his energy you've got Fabinho uh, protecting the defensive line and all that winning the balls we can you know counter-attack whatever then you usually go and win games but uh, against Fulham no one were there like they were on us in the midfield all the time and that's that was the problem and Obviously, Van Dijk, Martip wasn't that good. You know, Martip was really slow in some uh, situations where he got the ball and he had a mistouch and he tried to recover it. And I thought, well, he looks like he's aged like five years in, in, in one year. But it's just one of them games, you know, where, like I said, nothing really works. And I thought, well, the, the midfield game in one way did, uh, you know, make us not be in that game from the start. And... Hendo, the conversation, like you said now, Mick, you know, on, on Twitter, obviously, everyone's, you know, if if we play bad, it's Hendo's fault or he's really crap and, you know, he shouldn't be the captain or whatever. But, you know, when you look back in some games he played last season, he was brilliant, but he's, he's coming to age. And like I said to you, when we were talking on Twitter ahead of the game, you know, I, I think it's really important, but it doesn't mean that he should start every game when now when he's getting a bit older but he's he's an important character like James Milner to have in his squad and in the team uh, to you know drive them on to be the captain but it doesn't have to mean that he have to start every game you know he might need some rest he might need some you know be out of the team sometimes to have someone else to play like if Kate is, is actually uh, you know fit or if something else happens Jay will see but you know if he's fit then maybe you know he should play because he's a little bit younger got more energy but um, I, I just think it's, you know, unfair to blame Henderson for everything when Liverpool don't play well, because that's the feeling I get from, especially social media, when we don't play well. Yeah, it, it really is unfair, mate. And I, I think Henderson could be moved to be like Fabinho's backup, in a way. Obviously, not going to get the same type of quality, but I do think that Hendo does a, a decent job. Uh, as a six, so I do think that that could be a way to go, especially if we were bringing a, a quality midfield player, uh, whether it's this window or inevitably probably next year. But then we said that last year when we need another midfielder this year, so I, I, God knows what how it's going to happen. But if the whole Bellingham situation is is going to be next year, then fine. Um, but again, it's like you said, Christian, you know, I'd love to see Keita, Thiago, and Fabinho as the midfield for a long period of time because that's just a quality midfield. It really, really is, and. Yeah, maybe it is time for Endo to move positions and, and be slightly... I mean, Gerard did it, didn't he? You know, Gerard, latter stages, he was sort of playing us when we played that diamond. He was sort of at the back here, wasn't he? I mean, I've not just made a, a, a disgusting remark there, so sorry. Um, <laughs> the, shape, the, the shape of that was quite disgusting. I do apologise. Um, 
yeah, so the, the players can move on, but he's got the technical brain to do it, so I don't see why not. But again, it might be a, a time where if you want to get the best out of Hendo now, you don't play him every week, you play him, you know, every exactly. every every other game, something like that, mate. And we do have Elliot, uh, you know, playing in maybe that, you know, right central midfield position as well. When he came on, you know, he something happened more when he came on uh, yeah. as well as with Nunez. So, you know, he's a young lad who still needs to, you know, after his injury, probably, you know, play his games, get into shape and into rhythm. But, you know, yeah. there's a player that could play in that role in the future, Uh while Henderson maybe tapes, uh, takes a step back in, in, in the midfield, like you mentioned. It's the, mm. we got options. It's just that we got so many injuries at the moment that it feels like we, we can't cope with it. But, you know, we got them all options there. It's just injuries comes and, you know, kind of breaks the day for us. And I think it's another thing is on Twitter is we've got the options, but there's a lot of, like, uh, inverted speech marks next to them, are they going to stay fit? Or it, like question marks yeah. against, like obviously Harvey Elliott Young, came, when he came on, I thought he changed the game. I thought we he, he get, he's that link guy, isn't he, in the midfield and he drops deep, he works hard, he gets stuck in the ball that he plays for, um, I think it's for the for the first goal, isn't it, where he plays the little yeah. ball in behind. Little things like that where you're like, that's something that you need in a game like this. You need that link man in midfield who's going to get up there and, and, and support Salah because first half we saying Diaz, I was saying before Diaz was one of the better players if there was any first half. Second half once we got Elliot onto the field, uh we got Trent a bit higher up, we got Elliot and Salah as like a as a little triangle, which we know when that when that works, it works very well. And that kind of helped us that second half. But with Hendo yeah, with the midfield it needs to I, I agree with you, Jay. I think Hendo needs to be a six. I mean, in maybe in certain games you can play as an eight, but I think as a six predominantly, and him and Fabinho can interchange. And I mean, Hendo can still go eight some games, but I think we need to be we need to pick and choose. What is what I'm saying in terms of what games he can do that. Um, yeah. And then and then go from there. But I think it needs to be. I mean, I'm, I'm sure Klopp's they're, they're obviously going to address it at some point because, like we said, six players over thirty. And that's that 11. I mean, two of them. Well, Fabinho's 28th, Hendo 31, and Thiago 31. So, I mean, Fabinho is getting to the point where, I mean, he's he's, he's the best in the world, but he's getting older. So, he's, he's whatever pace he's got, he's maybe, that's not going to get any better as he gets older. I mean, obviously, he's got, it's, all in, it's all in the brain with Fabinho in terms of position and stuff, but... Uh, yeah, I'm just going to waffle on about midfield, so I'll move on from that. Um, we touched on Harvey Elliott came on. So Elliott comes on for Thiago, and then um, Nunes comes on for Firmino. Um, and then, obviously, I think just after that, Fabinho comes off, and um, 36-year-old James Milner comes onto the field and does really well. Um, but it's five minutes after that that Nunes gets the goal. Uh, he looked a threat straight away, didn't he, Jay? Like, um, the ball... You were saying before about uh, Matt of Christian looking like he was, like, 45, but that ball that he plays into Milner, Milner plays a little chip ball round to Elliot. Elliot then plays another little reverse ball round to Salah, and Salah runs through and then lays it on a play for Nunes, who scores, like, one of the nicest goals, <laughs> and albeit, like, a little deflection, and it comes off him. He, yeah. he tried it just before then, didn't he? Like he had a chance, and maybe he should just scoop it with his right foot, and the keeper saves it. 
he could have done that with the first one, but then obviously it comes off with the second one. And it was a good goal, and it was a nice way for him to get his first Prem goal winner. It was. It takes that pressure off him. I mean, the pressure is slightly off with the community shield because it shows that he can score in big, big-ish games. But for him to come off the bench and bag a goal um, is is brilliant, and it sort of does answer that critic straight away. Because imagine um, if you don't, you know, you you arrive with that pressure, that amount of money. It's a case of you want to get off the mark pretty quickly, and he did that, and credit to him as well. And we we've all been there when. Andy Carroll didn't score for a while. We've all been there when Peter Crouch didn't score for a long time and stuff, and it can get to you. Um, but then, you know, when Crouchy did uh, score his goal, uh, you couldn't stop him scoring then. So this is, this, you know, hopefully it'll be like that for Nunes. He, he's he's coming, got a goal in the first game that he plays. And um, yeah, he's he's been a credit to the side already. Yeah, and I think it's one of them that we were also talking about just before we started recording Jay like he was a, he was an outball instantly and I think that's maybe something that we can look back on and go in those type of games we need Nunes to start because we need an outball especially against like aging defenders like Nunes is just going to have a field day like the pace and power that he's got in behind is ridiculous so we need to we need to be using that and obviously we got back in the game with that and then we I think it's one of them like we you think oh now we've figured out the game we've got Nunes onto the field are we now gonna go and get the two one win and just and then like one of those like we've won the sign of champions, champions do these have these type of games now and again and we end up winning it. But eight minutes later we can see it again. Uh, <laughs> and I think as good as good as Joel Matt was for the first goal, Christian, I think he turned back into his forty five year old self for the second one because he tries to play a similar ball and it gets cut out. Um, and then obviously there's a, a, an instant ball over the top and it's Mitrovic one-on-one with Van Dijk and you're just thinking, oh, Van Dijk's just going to shepherd them away and it'll be sound. And he kind of just, it was just a sign of the game that he kind of cuts inside to the place where Trent's just there anyway. So even if Van Dijk wouldn't have put his leg in to make the contact, whatever contact it was, obviously it, was, it wasn't that much, but Trent was there. And obviously the referee, they're not going to, once he's given it, they're not going to overturn that, and it's just one of them, isn't it? Like it was just a sign of the game and how shit it was, basically. Yeah, like you said, it's it's just one of them games. Nothing goes our way, and uh, you know, I think it was a little bit soft. There's a contact, obviously, but between Slinger with his with his foot, uh, but I can't say that you know if it was Liverpool that could have had that penalty, I would have shouted penalty, you know, every day. So. Um, I, I was more angry of the, like you said, situation where Matty plays the ball, Van Dijk is a little bit sloppy, Trent is there. No, you know, it didn't work as we as we usually do. So it was it's one of them. They got the penalty, they scored, and I felt like, you know, for fuck's sake, it's one of them games we're going to drop points here. But again, you know, Nunez, uh, like you said, um, we mentioned it before, he was a threat straight away when he came on, and I just love the way he puts himself in positions to score goals. Like the first uh, uh, opportunity there that he had when he could have scored uh, uh, the first goal as he scored a second one, um, it's just proof that he, you know, knows and reads the games that well. He knows into, you know, what kind of space he should be into to, to get the passes and be able to score goals, and I think that will be great going forward in other games that, you know, he runs into space, he kind of runs away from defenders and then it goes again in another direction, which, you know, gets him a lot of, I wouldn't say a lot of time, but a little bit of time to, you know, get in 
uh, in front of them as well, like he did for that goal. So um, uh, with, with with Nunez now, I think he should be a starter. And uh, like you said, with the penalty, obviously, um, that happens. But then I think we just kept on playing the game quite you know, better, obviously, with the new uh, players coming on. But it, I just still felt that we we, we actually were going to lose the lose the points. Yeah, and obviously, it was eight minutes after we scored, they scored. It was another eight minutes that we scored again, and it was eighty minutes we get to equaliser. And I think, yeah, nice ball over the top by Trent. I think Reem gets a little touch on it, and then. Nunes, I think he's trying to control it. It falls on Salah, just puts it in the back of the net and continues his six Premier League opening days uh, goals in a row, which, I mean, it was already Mo Salah's record with five and he's broke it with six. So ridiculous footballer, ridiculous player, but we just kind of didn't play to Salah's strengths in the first half, albeit second half we did. He gets the goal, Jay, and 10 minutes left. I wasn't ever thinking... I don't think anyway, I'd, I'd had a few points at that point. I don't think I was ever thinking we're going to go and win this. I think I was kind of like, 2-2, two, two, I'll take it. Because it was yeah. just that bad, weren't it? And there's, I, I don't know how many times, there's probably no other time that I've ever been like, right, I'll take this draw. I've ne- I don't think I've ever said that since the, in the last four years, definitely. Yeah. I don't think there's any no, you're right, mate. And it's great to see Salah doing Salah things once again. I had no doubt in my mind that he would score today. Because he just loves scoring on the opening day and he loves just taking the headlines, which is just brilliant. I love that about him. And long may that continue. And I still, regardless of us signing Nunes and, and obviously Diaz going to come into his own this season, I still think Mo Salah is our most important player. So it's still him re signing is still the, the best bit of business we'll do all summer, uh, unless we get a, another midfielder that's going to change the game. But I'm not talking about midfielders, I'm talking about Mo Salah. Breaking his own fucking record, which is amazing. So well done, Mo. Yeah, and it was one of them, like 2-2, just end the game. Just just put, a, put us out of our misery, basically, because it was just one of them. Chuck up as a fucking horrendous day at the office. Just know that you, you can't ever put a performance in like that again. Obviously, we've got... I'm not going to talk about Palace, because it feels like a long way away. I think it's next Monday, isn't it? So there's a lot of time there, which is good. Um, is it bad? I don't know. It might it might have been better to have a game sooner, but it's not. We've got a lot of time to maybe digest that and kind of simmer on it and just maybe use that anger to go into the Palace game, I think. Yeah, especially at home, mate. You know, back at Anfield, just first home game of season. Let's just let's just do it under the lights a little bit. So yeah. Are you go are you going, Jay, as well? Absolutely. Well, I've got a ticket, so I shall see you there. Yes. Good I'll life. Meet, I'll meet you at Mays. <laughs> if you want, like, whatever. Fucking right, son. Absolutely. Bit of a, it's a bit, of, bit of a mission, like for me, because I get off at um, Sandals and I've got to walk. Unless I get one. Uh, well, of just make me jealous. Make me jealous. <laughs> and I was just rubbing it. <laughs> Sorry, in, mate. Rubbing Sorry, it in, lads. <laughs> <laughs> I'm flying over the next chance I get. Good yeah. Man. Well, we'll 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 all meet up and we'll have it. Um, hopefully, Liverpool are in a better vein of form at that point which I'm sure they will be I mean we can't Indeed. be all doom and gloom it was shit it was shit on against Fulham but it, things can only go get better what was that band called was it was it D D Ream D Ream like Tim Ream Tim Ream D Ream there you go and it's like we said it's, 
But it's like I said, the first game of the season, it's a draw. You know, we obviously want to win the first game. It's away against the promoted team. But it's one game in. It's going to happen so much. It's football. You know, that's the thing we love about it anyway. Like, you know, feelings, you know, emotions, everything about it. So, you know, it's no no concern from my end. It was just a shit game, shit performance. Klopp will tell them. They will train on. And they're just going to, you know, I think they're going to go out and play at Anfield against Palace without any problems i think they know this was really really bad they professionals you know we don't you know all the hate and stick and shit on social media you know this twitter managers everywhere so saying this and that you know but you know i'm just thinking you know and just enjoy this some some of these kind of games will happen you know we won't win every game and there will be bad games this was one of them now we can learn from it and just move on you know first game of season just be happy there's a new football season on and i think we will be up there when we come to may anyway and challenging for most of the trophies so i'm not concerned though yeah go and throw the ream on go and have a little boogie and um <laughs> <laughs> yeah see what happens but um yeah we'll we will be we'll be back soon we've obviously got palace next monday we'll have a chat maybe later this week about that one and have a little preview uh, on that one uh i'm gonna bring it up again the sammy hippier documentary if you haven't watched that it's half an hour long but nice little insight into sammy's career and um the legend that he he, he was and is um he's, he's been in touch he's been in touch with us hasn't oh. he? He has, yeah. Sit more than I know, or just still a stuff saying that I know the, the the message on Instagram. Well, we had the message on Instagram, and then obviously we've had a bit of back and forth about the feedback and stuff like that, and just said, yeah, he's made up with it, and uh, he's really enjoyed watching it, and he's uh, shared it around a couple of his family members as well, which is good. So, yeah, so yeah, check it out if you haven't, because um, you check it out. The more I'm going to do, you know. So I've already, I already know who the next one's going to be. It's going to be El Ad's Jeep. It's going to be two minutes long. It's going, to be, it's going to start and it's going to be like, you know, we should have had an Elka. We had Juve. Juve's a bell end, end of episode. So that one's going to be done. I'm all joking. That'll take uh, four seconds and then just be like, yeah, there you go. I've, that, I've been that. <laughs> the views will be good on it because it's a short video. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we'll leave it there anyway, boys. Uh, nice one, Jay. Nice one, Christian. If you're watching on YouTube, then yeah, do like and subscribe. We 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 had a, I had a very optimistic plan of it in 1.5k before the season. We haven't quite done that, but we're getting close to 1.4. Uh, so do like the video and subscribe if you if you like our shit. Um, if you're listening on audio as well, do drop us a follow on there. I don't know how it works on Apple. I know on Spotify you can follow like yeah. Well, account. you can follow you follow on Apple, so it'll, it'll automatically download the episode. So, you, you know, every time we, we do an episode, it'll have to download. Uh, but the most important thing on Apple is leave us a review so we know what we're doing in the future. Yeah, leave us a review. We've got, got a few, quite a few good ones on there. Leave us a rating if you fancy as well. And, um, yeah, we'll be back later this week to have a little chat about Palace. But yeah, nice one to, again to Jay. Nice one again to Christian. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Podcast Network.